0: Hello and welcome to q and Quest episode 297, I'm your Lightfall awaiting host, Mike Epps, aka
1: Wheels, and with me, Joyce. Currently, uh, representative of the uh, Tosa Loyalist Party, and we're master.
2: And, um, apologetic for the background noise, because there's a dryer in the same room, um, <laughs> Pan, you know. Yeah, Michael sorry. Baker, Kaijimunokatari. you hope, hope uh, it's not yeah. too
0: loud
1: over they, there. Is it? they deal with my voice, they can deal with it.
0: Yeah, no, that's fine. Right.
1: So, so, what have we been up to? What have we been playing?
0: Uh, games that I'm not allowed to talk
1: about? Can't believe that you didn't tell me about this beforehand, you jackass! <laughs> <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Okay.
0: What did I not okay, tell you about... about? Oh no, no! I'm just mean. I'm playing. I've been playing Destiny. That's <laughs> oh, what I mean. okay, okay, okay. And I will refrain so from talking it about to, it until next week. No, no, no. At
1: which point I will just fall asleep for like thirty minutes. And
0: yes, this is correct. This is all
1: accurate. Okay, so Gaijin, what
2: have you been playing? I'm just messing around with Pokemon oh, still. Okay. I've got a. I'm just waiting for a Ryza to come out and maybe grab something else along okay. the way. But taking taking it easy.
1: Hmm. Well, I guess I'll pick up the
0: slack. Uh, I mean, I've also been playing Dot Hack, but I don't really have anything to say about Part Three it's still it's good. Yes, still good. Let's see. Uh, uh, Fireminer is asking about what you're about to talk about, I
1: think. He yeah, also says, we'll, we'll get to that. In
0: a he also says Atomic Heart is good. I Take your yeah, word for it. I haven't I haven't
1: had the, it's on Game Pass. I'll be probably downloading it sometime over the weekend. Let's see. What if I, so I've finished Jade Empire. That, that was a game that uh, was about exactly what I remembered it being. Uh, and then I decided to play something that wasn't a Bioware game for a minute and blasted through Obsidian Spy RPG from 2010, Alpha Protocol. Nice. That's a, that's a brisk 12-hour sort of thing. It's uh, very reactive. i have forgotten how many ways that the game will react to the choices that you make. It's very good. Uh, also has one of the weirdest uh, not-quite-a-new-game-plus modes I've ever seen. Uh, oh really? What? When you select your character, uh, at the start. When you like select your build at the start of the game, you have three normal options that like give you a handful of points in a couple of specific skill sets, and then you have rookie, which is uh, sort of like Dark Souls is deprived, where you start out with kind of shittier stats, but like not so much shittier that it makes the you know you have much. Uh, That there's a lot of daylight between it and the uh the regular classes but enough that you'd notice that like oh this is definitely harder to play as you're you're you're, the idea being that in the other classes you're being recruited from some other uh like shadow organ spy organization uh for your initial skill set in Uh, if you choose Rookie, you've been recruited from the CIA after six months. Uh, You've never been on any sort of field mission, so you have zero in every stat. Uh, But if you beat the game on Rookie, it unlocks Veteran, who starts off with uh, three points out of 15 in every stat, but you're allowed to uh, reshuffle them, so you can basically uh, completely max out a couple of stats right at the start of the game in addition to all the points you'll get from level up. So uh, nice. it's also kind of fun because uh, each character archetype has certain dialogue options that only it gets and eventually there's a couple of there's at least one situation where uh, the veteran background uh, can there, there's a bunch of points where the game like likes to present you with no win scenarios where it's like uh, you have to pick A or B uh, picking A will lock you out of getting B and vice versa there is one specific place late in the game where a veteran character is allowed to just short-circuit the uh, choice and do both. It's kind of fun as a reward for people who have played through the game several times.
3: <laughs>
1: but yeah, it's, it's a really neat game. Uh, it's, it's kind of sad that it tanked and never saw any sort of follow-up, and now it's not even available on Steam. It is available nowhere. Uh, it was It was removed because there is a boss fight, where the boss is, like, a weird, like, 80s-obsessed Russian hipster mobster, and he played a licensed track in the background. Oh. And uh. they didn't want to renegotiate. They weren't willing to pay to, re- to keep using it, and they weren't willing to pay to patch it out, so they just removed it. It's available nowhere. Ugh. And it will never see a follow-up because Sega owns the IP and has absolutely no desire to touch it ever again. And Microsoft owns Obsidian and thus everyone who would have had any connection to it. And of of all the things they've done, it's maybe the most completely unfollowed up in any fashion. (laughs) It's sad. There's not- I, I want another Spy RPG. It was a really cool idea, and it was executed interestingly. There's a lot of rewards in that game for just being thorough. There are, like, bonus mission objectives tend to open up things in dossiers, like, that explain, like, well, this is what this character's doing, This their relationship to whatever other organization. And- doing that tends to open up more dialogue which opens up more ways that the game can ultimately resolve the game's ending has a ton of different ways that things can ultimately shake out and it's just generally like it's it's really cool but you know it it was real buggy on launch uh, and it was you know just generally poorly marketed so it, no one no one really played it um uh, and now it's pain in the ass to get hold of uh, but if you can get hold of it, I, I recommend it. It's it's really neat. Uh, I do... Uh, I think I mentioned this uh, last time that this game came up, whenever that was, but I really appreciate that Alpha Protocol is a game that, built into its fiction, the idea that your character is going to rapidly vacillate between different uh, personality types, because I the entire yeah I was because I was contemplating playing this and I just love the idea of like oh well the entire fiction is br- is brought up at the very beginning of the game uh, when you're asked why you were recruited uh, when you ask why you were recruited your commanding officer is basically like yeah we were re- we recruited you because you're good at manipulating people uh, and like the entire idea is that like, Like most of the dialogue choices you're making, maybe none of them reflect what Michael actually thinks. Michael Thornton might not even be his real name. There is evidence in the game; it's never stated explicitly, but there's evidence in the game that that's not even his name. (laughs) Uh, Because if you hack into the uh, the email uh, database of your like of the first uh, of your like actual Alpha Protocol organization, uh, one of the first things that you can find is an email that says that everyone in the organization will be referring to the character as Michael Thornton, which is not usually something you say about someone who's actually named something. <laughs> oh, presumably that's not even his real name. It's uh, it- it's interesting. There's a lot of there's a lot of detail in it. Uh, one of my favorites. Uh, one of my favorite things you can find if you, uh, dig hard enough is the, like, the the conceit of Alpha Protocol as an organization is that it's a, uh, that it's a, a, like, spy organization that's separated enough from the U.S. government that they can claim that they have no idea what it is or what it's, uh, or, you know, that they have no involvement with it. But in order to do that, that means that uh, they need, like, no one person is allowed to know everything about it, up to including the people in it. So there's a bunch of, like, the conceit for why you're uh, able to, eventually you get, uh, like, by eventually, I mean after the prologue, basically, you get turned on by the organization, you're a rogue agent, whatever, blah, 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 You're using all these safe houses that, like, no one in the organization who's looking for you actually knows about because no one in the organization knows anything about anything uh and as you go through the game it becomes very clear that uh, alpha protocol it's just the latest in a long line of organizations like this that have been uh eventually uh abandoned for one reason or another but they've just sort of kept acting over the course of years and like some of them are still acting in relation to your missions, but you're not actually clear on what they're doing. And it's actually really hard, and requires a lot of work to get answers on everything. I don't think it's even possible on every play on a single playthrough. Like you'd have to play through multiple times to actually get an idea of what organizations like G Twenty Two and Deus Vault are actually doing in that game. <laughs> it's uh, it's very detailed. But I like that. It's very good. For, for people who have not played it, a uh, hearty recommendation to give a playthrough uh, where you focus on stealth and martial arts a try, because it tends to short-circuit the fact that the game just generally doesn't have great shooting mechanics Yeah, and with, when I you feel don't like, actually shoot much. <laughs> I feel like
0: that was the main thing it was dragged for in reviews when it came out.
1: Yeah, the, like the shooting mechanics are not great. They're like Mass Effect 1. Yeah. Uh, and so if you just... Focus on martial arts instead of shooting. Uh, it's it's very much playable to get through the game focused entirely, uh, or primarily at least on martial arts, and you know that you you don't have to shoot a gun very often. But yeah, big big big. But wasn't the
2: game where you could actually sneak and stealth your way around most of the bosses?
1: No, you. St- that's that's the thing that you do end up running into is that you will have to confront
2: bosses. But, I mean, martial arts oh, Okay, it was fine. the opposite complaint I was hearing. That's yeah. It's been a while.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, it had the same issue to some extent as uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution, which it wasn't released that far apart from. But, yeah. In-, in general, it's not as bad as Human Revolution. You can absolutely just run up and punch most of the bosses if you've got enough skill investment. So, it's uh, it's fine. It's, it's, it's real um, good. It's what it is. It's a really it's a really good game. I had a lovely time, and like I said, it is it is an RPG. Like w- when an RPG is heavily reactive, it's it's always a little like uh, I wouldn't want to actually play through this again because it's like sixty hours long. Alpha Protocol is like a brisk twelve to fifteen hours. It's uh you you can feasibly go through it a couple of times to get like to see how things can turn out differently you can you can there is like one character one named character in the game that you cannot actually kill and he only is unkillable because there needs to be someone who's hanging out with michael on the boat at the end of the game Mm -hmm. (laughs) but everyone else uh can die oftentimes multiple ways depending upon how you interact with them and what choices that you made and whether they like you and again, also, as I mentioned last week, it's just fun to play a game where like there is incentives, actual incentives, to make people not like you. <laughs> but yeah. Big fan. Had a great time playing that again. Uh, and finished it just in time for Yakuza, not Yakuza, like a dragon sheen to come out. Nice. Okay. Um, we have
0: a question but, in the chat from Pew, who is being yeah, no, cheeky. I was, was
1: going to ignore that because it's just trolling you.
0: Yes, yes, Pew. This game is like Halo. I'm literally using a gun from Halo, essentially. Yeah, it looks like a battle rifle. It is essentially that. It's it's one of the 30th
1: anniversary weapons. Nerds. Um, but yeah. So I've been playing like a which Is the They've finally ripped the Band-Aid off. It's no longer called Yakuza in the West. The games are like a dragon now. Uh, And this one... Is Is it good that they did that? I mean, this one doesn't star someone who's even pretending to be tangentially related to the Yakuza. So, yes. Um, So, like a dragon-ishin is a... uh, semi-remake of uh a PS4 launch era game uh also called like a dragon Machine, but only released in Japan at the time where you gotta go Ishin. Uh it was made between Yakuza 5 and Yakuza Zero. And while they have updated it, it is very much obvious that that is the period that the game dates from. It's like it, in terms of mechanics, it is the most similar to Yakuza Miro. Uh, but how to describe uh, each Um
3: Battle Rifle.
1: Fireminer says that it's not a Battle Rifle until some petitions for it to be nerfed. Uh, <laughs> and also mentions that the original machine was on PS3 as well. Yeah, that's why I said it was a uh, PS4 launch era. Uh, They would continue to release uh, Ryogago games on PS3 up through Yakuza Kiwami in Japan, but we never got those versions because the PS3 was dead as shit by the time those came out in the West. Uh, Let's see. But yeah, uh, Ishin definitely feels like the the game you would make directly before uh, Zero. Um, It has uh, multiple combat styles, although I think, honestly, uh, for, for our Kiryu stand-in in this one, uh, it, you know, same voice actor, same facial uh, features, like, very much just uh, Kiryu, but uh, a historical character I'll get into. Uh, the, uh, the fighting styles are... One of the issues I always have with Yakuza 0 is that Kiryu's fighting style sort of feel like his main fighting style that he had in Yakuza's 1 through 5, but split into three styles. And that, that generally just sort of feels like a lot of his tools have been sort of moved around. And you also—it t- takes a couple chapters in 0 to get all of your fighting styles— uh, Ishin, uh because you have four fighting styles, but three of them are weapon styles, none of them feel like any of his prior fighting styles. Uh, and the... Uh, the uh, sorry. Brain failing me. A little tired today. But, uh, the, and you get them all within the first chapter in like 20 minutes. It's, it's very quick. The, basically, uh, the conceit of this game is that it takes place in the uh, historical bakumatsu period of Japan. I uh, don't know if the game's exactly stated this year, but based on what is currently happening, it would have to be the early 1860s. Uh, the uh, Bakamatsu period is. Uh, historically very important for the modern modernization of Japan. It's the end of the shogunate before the uh, restoration of the emperor as head of state. Uh, and the role that they have slotted Kiryu into in this one is one of uh, extreme uh, of historical mythologizing as so often happens with figures like that uh, of Sakamoto, uh, Sakamoto Ryoma, who, uh, well, if, if you look in, into any uh, discussion of that period, he's a, he's a, it's a very important figure uh, as far as uh, the, the romanticization of that period. Uh, I remember.
2: Literal founder of the country. Yeah.
1: Pretty much uh there is a uh, there was an interview with some of the heads of Ryu Ga Gotoku Studio recently where mm-hmm. they where the question came up of why the game had not come to the west uh, prior to this release and the answers were you know complicated and multifaceted uh, as as often they are when the first when the game was initially released it was not a... Uh, it, it the the franchise was not doing well in the West. Uh, they had declined to localize Yakuza Five. Uh, this looked like an impossible sell uh, because it references a t- it, like the 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 historical games and the like. The part of the fun is that you see like these characters just sort of inserted into these like historical roles, which means that one, you need to know about like the lore of the franchise to get some of the like jokes of who's been cast in what roles. But the other is that you run into the issue of, I believe the way that they described it uh, in terms of how hard they how much they did not think this had an appeal to Westerners at the time, was that they likened it to trying to sell a game set in the American Civil War to Japanese people. Where you run into, like, they might have heard of one of the people, and that's about it.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, and this uh, fireminer asks a question that uh, Gaijin might have a better answer for by saying, How the hell did the Gumi become so popular in Japan anyway, other than their story makes for excellent historical drama?
2: Um, because everybody loves the cool badasses even when they're on the, the bad guy side
1: yep, yeah, pretty much uh,
2: I mean, if you just look at that trope in RPGs, I mean the the Turks in Final Fantasy VII, they were basically a Shinsengumi type group Hmm. Yeah. they, they, they enforce
3: the
1: they, they enforce the will of an evil uh, of an evil sort of government yep yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's very easy to, by contrast, to have like a heroic uh, figure like Sakamoto Ryoma, given that the like uh, the avowed reason for why he was uh, why he was doing things is like modernization, but still strong Japan, but also like ending of like heavy class systems like all this shit is just sort of tied up in something that's like very easy to do historical romanticization about but, uh, it's it's an interesting one and like the the tradition meets modern is even brought into the fighting styles because uh, the way that they differentiate the fighting styles is that you've got a hand-to-hand fighting style which is basically Curious normal fighting style from uh, Yakuza's 1 through 5. But then you have a uh, traditional sword fighting style, very, you know, what, what you would expect from a game about a samurai. And then you have a fighting style where he just pulls out a revolver and shoots people. Nice. And uh, finally you have the style that so far feels like it's almost assuredly the strongest, even if it is also the most risky that the game refers to as Wildflower, which is katana in one hand, revolver in the other. And it's extremely fast and extremely powerful, but it basically makes it so you have no capacity to block attacks. You just take tons of damage. And I believe someone is attempting to lull you to sleep, Wins.
0: Yes, that would be my sister.
1: Uh, so... But yeah, uh, the 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 wildflower style seems uh, unvarnishedly the best of them. But there's four skill trees, and all of them have useful things in them. So it's OK for there to be one that's really, really strong. Uh, but yeah, uh, if you if you just want to play a game that most closely resembles Yakuza 0, uh, I, I'd recommend it so far. I do feel like there are going to be points... It it might actually be worth looking into actual history of the Bakamatsu period at least a little bit, because it definitely feels like the game sort of expects you to have at least some idea of what this period is and means, because the initial audience it was made for...
2: This would be like making a game about the American Revolutionary Period and kind of expecting people to recognize most of the names.
1: Yeah, it's just one of those things, like, peop- the people it was made for would have would not need you to sit there and tell you what everything was. And while the game does have a decent glossary feature where, it, like, it'll highlight specific words and basically say, this is what this is, this is where this is, this is what it means, there's only so much it can do for you, so it's useful to... Maybe look up a little bit about the Bakumatsu period, just so that you can also spot where the game is taking liberties or making choices designed to surprise people who might already know what this period is, what the basic idea of this story would be. But uh, yeah, it's really it's really good so far. Um, it, of course, you know, it's a it's a remake of a very late ps3 or very early ps4 games so it obviously runs smooth uh it seems to be the first uh the first yakuza product made in like a dragon product product made in an external engine it seems to have partially been constructed as an experiment to see uh how well they could adapt the games to run in unreal engine 5 hmm.
3: uh
1: but, yeah, I'd have never guessed that they had uh, switched engines. It definitely feels like the uh, Zero engine, but, you know, it, it, it doesn't look... Uh, I have not, like, looked at side-by-side comparisons of the PS4 version, but I would imagine that this is not... that that version did not look anywhere near as good as this one does. It's, uh, it's very nice, very atmospheric. It's fun. I like open like semi open worlds is like it's a it's a like a dragon game, so the actual uh, world size is generally more about density than size, but it gives off a very good atmosphere that I've been enjoying. Uh, but yeah, just just uh you know. If uh, I guess the way I would put it is if you like uh, samurai stories and Yakuza yeah, Zero is your favorite, this is kind of a very easy pickup, and I know that that cross-section has to be pretty large among the uh, Yakuza fandom. The I, I think the only sad thing about Isshin is that it puts the nail in the coffin of and unless we get very, very lucky, we will never be seeing the other game that this is essentially a sequel to. Uh, the way that they tested the waters on PS4 was with uh, Ryu Ga Gotoku Ishin, the way they tested the waters on PS3 was Ryu Ga Gotoku Kenzan, which was another, uh, which was the, the
2: period piece.
1: Yeah, it was a, it was a period piece. In this case, uh, this was literally the third Yakuza game that had ever been made. Um, they, like, it was one, two, and then they jumped to PS3 with Kenzan. And Kenzan was, uh, like, uh, was also, you know... They they weren't just going to put a a Kazuma Kiryu in, uh, you know, the feudal era. So in that game, they just uh, had him take the role of Miyamoto Musashi. (laughs) Like, we've now hit the two most famous samurai. But... Yeah, so that's, uh... And
2: they could go back go... a bit farther to, like, Yoshitsune and some of the others, but...
1: Yeah, that's like, like... It, yeah, I feel like, certainly, uh, th- there are other famous ones. If if there are ones that are more... I don't think there are ones that are more famous. There might be ones that are similarly famous. Uh... uh... Yeah, so Kenzon was a really interesting game and introduced a lot of interesting things. It's actually the, as far as I can tell, it's the origin of style switching in uh, Ryuga Gotoku games, but uh, at the time they had had to fight tooth and nail to get Yakuza 2 to come out in English at all. Uh, Yakuza 2 was like a 2006 PS2 game in Japan and a 2008 PS2 game in the U.S. Uh, it was... Uh, yeah, we, we did not get Kenzan, needless to say. Uh, they just jumped straight to 3 because it would also have presented a huge pain in the ass to actually translate. Just... Not... Like, by all accounts, uh, Ishin was... Uh, not easy. There is a point at the end in the climax the first chapter where uh you're where where ryoma like just i i would have to listen to it again to say for sure it's what he's doing but i'm pretty sure that he just on the spot composes a tanka and (laughs) like Anytime you start doing that sort of shit, it's like, ah, oh, okay, do we, like, that's also part of why they didn't dub it, both because it makes perfect sense for a game set in historical Japan to not have a dub, and also because uh, I believe the description was that the uh, period Japanese, uh, you know, not not fully period Japanese, but period-flavored Japanese that they uh, gave it uh, generally made lines longer and thus made the mm-hmm. translations harder to fit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, he just sort of seemingly, just based on what I could hear, he seems to compose a tonka right at the end of there, and it's just like, oh, oh, that would be fun. Do we try to make something that actually fits the syllables so that you can tell that he's supposed to be reciting poetry, like, sc- reciting or composing poetry, or do we just say fuck it <laughs> and yeah it's, it's just on and on with translation issues for that and Kenzon would have had the same issues uh, and allegedly so. yeah and allegedly Kenzan, uh one of the other things that they came to is that when they were evaluating bringing out Ishin, they evaluated bringing out Kenzon. and the ultimate decision they came to was that kenzan was really fucking old uh and that it like ishin is technically like it's an update in japan it's rio ishin kiwami which puts it in line with one two uh one and two's remakes but it is not a full remake in the way that those were where they uh had to bring it into an entirely new engine they re-engineered a ton of the assets and all sorts of that. Like Kiwami, they made out of Yakuza Zero. Like that's basically what they did, and it has a ton of the old stuff and a ton of new stuff. Uh, Kiwami Two is even more unrecognizable uh, because it was taken from the uh, it was taken from the PS Two game to a uh, to the Dragon Engine that had been used in Six. Just completely unrecognizably different with. Uh, Ishin, it's, it's in Unreal Engine 5, but it's clearly still running on the bones of the engine that was being used for Yakuza 0 and 5. Uh, it's very, very different looking. Uh, but you know, you, when you look at the menus, if you've played a lot of these games, you can 100% tell what game, what period the game was made in, because that's just what the series UI looked like at the time. Uh, But yeah, with Kenzan, it was just, it was really, it it was really fucking old. Like, it was pre-Yakuza 3, and it it showed. So they were like, well, we kind of just can't release this as is. If we were going to re-release it, it would essentially need to be remade. Uh, And I personally don't see them ever having the uh, internal will to get that. To happen, as much as I would like to see it, could be wrong. Didn't think we'd ever get Ishin to begin with, but just just my personal thoughts would be that we'll probably never we we will probably never see Ryugagatsu Kenzan acknowledged ever again. <laughs> but you know, stranger things have happened. Fingers crossed that someday they decide to give the full remake treatment to Ryugagatsu Kenzo. And then it'll only be the uh, Kurohiro games that have never been pro-
3: <laughs> Those have fan translations.
1: Yeah, yeah, the Black Panther PSP games. But yeah, uh, I, I, I would fully suspect that uh, you know, it, we're, as as fans of Like a Dragon, Yakuza. We're we're doing pretty well for ourselves at this point. I remember, I remember when I figured that we would probably never see another one after Dead Souls tanks. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm very glad to have been wrong. Extraordinarily glad to have been wrong.
0: I think uh, that there's definitely people working in Sega's American offices championing the hell out of that series.
1: Oh definitely. Like this is this is one of those things where like the other the other thing that's kind of fun about whenever you see interviews with the uh, with Sega of Japan about the current series, they're always like extraordinarily complimentary of their like American localization branch. It's just like, oh they're they're super great, they do so much work, they uh, they give us all sorts of useful feedback about like how to make these games uh sell in the west without completely like sandblasting off the parts that are you know very specifically interesting and speak of from you know the origin of being a japanese franchise like there's they've got nothing but nice things to say about their localization partners which is always nice to see Mm. but yeah uh so yeah i'm having i'm having a great time with uh Ishin. I'm very interested in where the plot is going, uh, so I'm sure that I will have plenty to say about that in the coming weeks, especially because I don't think there's anything I'm picking up in March. I can't think of anything I want to play in March. Hmm. Is there anything coming out in March, Wheels?
0: No, it all came out this month. <laughs>
1: I don't know why it all came out this month.
0: I don't know, it's a little annoying, actually.
1: This is your fault. You did this.
3: What did did I
0: do?
1: What didn't you do? Okay, I'm I'm quickly looking to make sure I'm not missing
3: anything. Okay, uh...
1: Uh, Bayonetta Origins my pick about it. Wait, RE4 remakes at the end of March. Hell. Oh crap. Uh, <laughs> it's a busy few months. Yeah, everyone wants shit in before the end of the fiscal year. Whatever, I'll make it work. Uh, but yeah, that's what I've been planning. Help me some, uh, some Ry- got to Gotoku. Uh, let's see... Let's make Yakuza zombie again. Not after what Dead Souls did, not again. God. Goddamn. I, I, like, I don't think it's possible for anyone who was following the series at the time to feel anything but resentment for Dead Souls. Both because it's, like, not great at what it's trying to be, it's not a great shooter, but also because it it very nearly killed the franchise in the West. Uh, like, they, for for whatever ungodly reasons, Sega looked at the franchise, the state of the franchise at the time, and essentially thought to themselves, zombies are popular. If this this franchise plus zombies doesn't sell, it's over. Hmm. So, uh, we got five, three to almost four years late and in those intervening times we also didn't get uh it, it looked like we weren't going to get zero or kiwami it was it was bad times it was bad it's a bad time to be a yakuza fan god damn it fuck yakuza desk <laughs> uh it's it's got some novel things in it there are some fun There there is some fun stupid bullshit in it but honestly like actually slogging through the gameplay bits of it. It's not fun. It's not very good. It's a shame. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, I don't really want them to go back to the zombie conceit ever again. I, I think that, that at most there was a game's worth of interest in that concept.
0: And zombie stuff and, uh, is kind of overplayed anyway.
3: It's passé
1: at this stage. Uh, but yeah. Uh... I, I, I am curious where they go the next time that they decide they want to do like a we're just going to make a weird one. Uh,
2: um, uh, far future cyberpunk yakuza.
1: That could be fun. Uh, they've also like the last time they did a we're just going to make a weird one. It was uh they just uh made everyone a fist of the North Star character, and that was pretty. Oh, fun. true. That was excellent. Um, but yeah, I, th- I, I, I would love to see them continue to do those. I think that they're probably healthy for team morale as well, just to be able to have like, Hey, yeah, we still have to, we still have make to keep
2: making completely crazy.
1: Yeah. Like we're, we're still making Ryu Ga games, Ga Ga Ga, but you can do something weird with it. Like, I think that that probably helps people who are having to make these year in and year out.
3: Uh, but
1: speaking of, uh, gonna be gonna be eating good as far as like a dragon games because i believe there's another one coming out this year (laughs) uh
0: is Uh, that the one starring uh
1: yeah like, like a dragon gaiden the man who erased his name which uh is uh, allegedly what happened with why they're making that because it, it will allegedly be a shorter one which means it would nearly be 30 hours instead of 50. Uh, oh boy. Like a Dragon, Guide, and the Man Who Erased the same was basically they allegedly the claim they're making for why this game exists is that partway through the uh, partway through the development of Like a Dragon 8 they reached a point where they were like it doesn't make sense for this story to exist without kiryu and we kind of closed we kind of closed out what he was doing in six so now we kind of want an interstitial to explain what the fuck he's been doing in between them so that he doesn't just sort of step in out of nowhere in eight uh so we, we get that, and if I uh, I believe the alias he's going under in, uh, in Man Who Erased His Name is Joryu. Uh It's still obviously the dragon kanji for Ryu, but I seem to recall that the Jo kanji is like purified or something. So. They're doing some shit, as usual. Um, But yeah, so I believe that's supposed to launch before the end of this year. And then Like a Dragon 8 is supposed to come out sometime in the first half of next year. So basically, I'm going to die. But, yeah. uh, Looking looking forward to... uh, If I'm going to die, I might as well die having so looking forward to that. Um uh, FireMinder asks if any of us are going to pre-order the Atelier Marie remake. Yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. We'll see what happens.
2: I've played it on a couple different systems at this point. I was like, you know, I'm interested in seeing how they actually update it.
1: I'm interested in actually playing it. <laughs>
2: It, is, it has definitely been updated massively, just from what you can see in the first given screenshots.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it looks fun. It looks cute. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah.
1: <sighs> what are we... I'm now just thinking, like, what are we looking forward to this year? Like, What are we expecting actually comes out this year?
0: Void Terrarium 2! Uh, oh. Yeah, no one else cares oh,
2: about the game. I was going to say... Um, of the show eric rpg on twitter asked, um, commented about how he wasn't expecting atelier marie to go chibi on the remake and i'm like it's actually a very close approximation of what the original game sprites looked like
1: uh sd i would imagine
2: yeah mm-hmm. so uh, um, no i mean it's definitely new sprites it's just it's been yeah so no i'm just saying like i, I assume
1: the original sprites were relatively sd in proportion
2: oh yeah in the first, the original game was, like, 1994. Damn. Early PlayStation. Or no, not, not, not quite that late. Or 96, I think.
1: Yeah, you know, know, early PlayStation.
2: Very, very early PlayStation.
3: Um,
1: Prime miner says just play East 10 when it comes out. Oh, lordy, I forgot. I've got a bunch of heroes games I'm going to have to get into once, uh, once uh, Trails to Azure is... Uh, is out i have my my respite is gone i have six of those to play in a row mm.
2: wait never mind italian mary 1997. okay just off a bit hey.
1: yeah still well early, first half of playstation lifespan mm-hmm. definitely when uh, those sd proportions were still definitely the thing in vogue
2: Let's see platforms playstation dreamcast sega saturn playstation 2 microsoft windows ios android forgetting cell phones (sighs) take that wikipedia
1: Uh, trails of reverie have you pre-ordered it yet yes yes i pre-ordered all three of those the second that they were announced same Uh,
0: let's see uh you know what i think comes out in march I think that. What's that? I think the Oath and Fulgana Switch version comes out in Japan in March. I need to. Yeah, that. I
1: believe that is the case. That's going to be a good I version. Wants, I'm looking forward to that coming out in the West.
0: <laughs> I can't wait that long. I once. Wants...
1: You got to reclaim your title. I know. Let's see, the next Star Wars Jedi. Oh yeah, Jedi
3: Survivor.
0: I April? can probably wait on that,
1: but it'll be good.
0: Is that April? Huh? Did that get moved to May? And yeah, forget.
1: I think that got pushed to April. That looks good, though. Yeah, first one was quite good. April twenty-sixth. Yeah. Tears uh, of the Kingdom, obviously. It's gonna be it's gonna be a handful of heavy hitters and then a bunch of stuff in all of the b tier series that I care about so that's <laughs> fun
3: uh.
4: oh, the June release schedule hi oh, hey Joe hi
0: a wild smoking Joe approaches command gofri play destiny done yeah. <laughs>
4: He I'm not him. looking forward to June. I am, but I'm not.
0: What's in June?
4: <laughs> Everything. gonna need to be more specific. I can't think oh, of yeah. a single.
0: Yeah. What's in What's in June? Street Fighter Six. Oh yeah.
4: That um, will consume a great deal of my time. Other things. What else is coming out in June? Oh boy.
1: Uh, Me and and a couple friends have already been discussing. Who do you think you'll main in Street Fighter 6? Looking forward to it. I'm gonna be divorced Ken. Listen, he's not divorced, he's on the run.
4: (laughs) Oh, okay.
0: Grand Uh, Blue Fantasy Rising? What the hell is that? Is that another fighting game?
4: Is that
1: rise Versus was the... Uh... Versus was the fighting game. This, I think, is the game that was long ago and far away. Uh, oh no, wait! Anyway, Versus Rising is the update to Versus.
4: Got it, got it. Isn't uh, uh, Final Sixteen out
5: in June too?
4: Yeah. Also, do yeah, but that game looks like it sucks shit. Final hey, we're talking
0: about 16. things we're excited for. <laughs> yeah, I'm
4: excited for Sixteen. I'm glad someone is. What were you 4 saying, is Joe? July okay? What's the no, one? He, he, uh, July is Pikmin four. Okay.
3: Oh yeah, Pikmin.
4: So no, June. I was gonna say yeah, Final Fantasy sixteen, Diablo four, Street Fighter six, and oh, that Katamari remake or remaster thing. We yeah, love Katamari, we are Katamari. plus Royal Reverie.
1: <laughs> I'm all about that. So I just nice. want to bring a uh, bring up uh, how fucking late the uh, Grand Blue Fantasy action RPG is at this stage. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink was announced, I believe, in 2016. Okay, seven years ago. Wow. At the time, it was officially being developed primarily by Platinum Games, and was announced as a PS4 exclusive. Uh they first showed gameplay of it at Grand Blue Fest 2017. There's a uh, Grand Blue it, Fest. Yeah, it's, it's a very popular game Wales, I uh. need you to understand. Uh and at the time, I believe they were targeting a 2018 release. Uh didn't hit that even slightly, as you may have noticed by the fact that I'm talking about it as something that is still not out. Uh then, in 2019, Platinum Games was removed from the project for some reason that they have never spoken of. No, neither side has ever spoken of why this happened. Uh, and then they went radio silent on it for nearly four years. Uh, I think that they, it's, they may have shown another trailer for it recently at the most recent Grand Blue Fest.
0: Just a, uh, now, just a note for anyone not watching the stream, I just blew myself up with a rocket. I feel like that needs... Okay. My stupidity needs to be
1: well-documented. <laughs> I just
0: see. lit a
4: rocket. Rockets explode.
1: Fireminer asks, when will the Eldest World 6 come out? My guess would be around 2029. Uh, my guess would be, I don't care. <laughs> I am uh, going to... Uh, just instantly make that number slightly more horrifying by saying that by the time to- my guess would be by the time the Elder Scrolls uh, the Elder Scrolls Six comes out, children born on the day Skyrim came out will legally be adults. It's disturbing. It's uh, there, I, I see no reason to assume that there has been meaningful headway made on the elder scroll six beyond concepting at this stage i see no reason to assume
4: they've been struggling pretty bad with starfield right
1: yeah i would imagine they're pretty much all hands on deck to get starfield on the door uh yeah. my key assumption would just be uh Uh, My my assumption would just be that that game is probably at least five and more likely six or seven years off. Yeah, Uh, just the just by dint of how long AAA RPGs take to make. You might see it on the next Xbox. (laughs) Uh, When will Star Citizen come out? Depends on your definition of come out. If you mean reach (laughs) 1.0 and be finished, never. Star Citizen. Bug game is reaching a point where its engine is becoming old and decrepit. There is no way that it, like, I believe it was built for Crytek. It was built on top of Crytek Three. I can only imagine how that functions now. I, how
2: old is that game?
1: Uh, well, it was originally announced in like 2012. Oh. Let me get the exact dates on this. Star Citizen was like, a, is. Is a weird crowd-funded space trading combat game from the from one of those guys that made Wing Commander. Oh, it moved from Crytek to Lumberyard, Amazon's engine. That seems. I mean, Amazon is funding it. (laughs) No, they don't need to. That game has made over five hundred million in crowdfunding. Five hundred million they'll never the be able to The number is it. hellish.
4: And how many okay. people demanded refunds? Uh,
1: the problem is that people who make who spend money on Star Citizen are true believers.
4: I guess.
0: Okay. But why? But
4: it, it looks incredibly similar to No Man's Sky, and that was a disaster when it came out.
1: And yet everyone is convinced that this time will be different.
0: I mean, No Man's Sky eventually okay. was really good
1: yeah but only yeah. after it curtailed its like ambitions that didn't make any sense yeah. <laughs> uh so officially pre-production of the game began in 2010 and what they considered to be full production began in 2011. Uh, crowdfunding officially happening in late 2012.
4: It released how many years before it's actually a fully functional product
1: Raised oh, over five hundred million dollars yeah. in crowdfunding as of September
4: 2022. Uh, what is Wing Commander, anyways? It is an uh, old origin system. It
5: was an old uh, shooter, shooter flying game that was uh, kind of like X Wing. Um, you sound like you're in a car. Had, yeah, it had a uh, what five installments, I believe.
1: Yeah, there are five main installments and a couple spin-offs like Privateer. You can play Wing Commander 5 on your Game Boy Advance for some reason. Someone undertook that insane port at some point.
5: I, I, I played oh, a lot my. of Wing,
1: Wing
5: Commander. I remember having to use uh, old, old discs for all four-inch sixes.
1: Wing Commander Five on GBA was undertaken by an Italian studio that kept pitching wildly ambitious GBA ports of things that had no business being on Game Boy Advance. Please mm. go look up their tech demo, uh, their tech demonstration of attempting to port Resident Evil Two to the Game Boy Advance. Um, okay. yeah. I want to say
3: like
5: Wind Commander Three was the first one they did was like the, you know, where they were doing those live-action movie FMV, things. F M V and uh, they actually got Mark Hamill to play the lead as Patrick Yeah, yeah. And the guy who played uh... Oh, the, the... Antagonist in Back to the Future, I can't think of his name, but... But he was uh, one of the other pilots. Biff? Tannen? <laughs> Biff
4: Tannen? Biff. That's not not the actor's name. Yeah, I know. know, Nobody knows the actor's name, because nobody cares. He wasn't in any other movies, as far as I know.
0: But he was in Wing Commander. Uh, Tom Wilson, I
4: think, something like that. You know what? Listen, I think Command and Conquer had the best FMV. Space! Space!
3: (laughs) Space!
4: Yeah, let's just do Red Alert. Uh, oh, yeah. Red Alert! three had an all-star cast. That was awesome. Tim Curry. The,
1: yeah, Tim Curry's in that one. Tim Curry did a lot of video games around that yeah. period. Uh, I remember there's an extremely weird old adventure go- game called Frankenstein Through the Eyes of the Monster, where he's he's Doctor Frankenstein in
4: that. Wow. Kane lives.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, all
4: these games. Keep mentioning.
3: What's
1: that?
2: I keep having to look up all these games you keep mentioning.
1: <laughs> I can keep doing that.
2: Fury <laughs> Dr. Frankenstein. Okay.
3: Yep.
1: It's a it's a weird game, as, as as many of the things I bring up. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Fire Miner from something, Let me check. Twenty one Commander fans are there. Uh, you. The the Origin Systems fans are getting up there in years, but they are loyal and fierce. Like, every so often you'll hear someone who's still pining after a new crusader no remorse <sighs>
3: But,
1: yeah uh, the the origin fans they're they're loyal i'm kind of surprised ea has never tried to bring back ultima as like a generic uh open world first person rpg that feels like something that they've tried at some point i think so uh yeah uh let's see let's hit some of the questions uh oh i need to actually check if there are any in the podcast section Just be sure My
5: mom really enjoyed the ultima underworld games
1: those are very unique those have had a recent a few recent attempts at uh, updates there's
4: also right back. a kind of, there's also a kind of uh like do you remember there. Underworld Ascendant? Yes, I do. I was about to bring up something that was less bad than that. I, well, I uh, had to review that game, and it was it was awful.
3: Yeah. Uh, let's see.
4: I got a free um, copy, and I barely finished it, and I was like, I don't even want this on my account anymore.
1: So it did not turn out right. There's a, a... Oh, Arcane. They made, back in the Xbox era, they made kind of an Ultima Underworld uh like spiritual successor called arcs fatalis so is pretty neat uh
5: let's see. I don't haveis like multiple systems
1: it's a pretty it's it's a neat little game it doesn't work perfectly but it's neat um uh, see okay nothing in the podcast section i'm gonna quickly check our comments sections to make sure that there's anything Uh, Make sure there's nothing there. Okay, well, there's definitely nothing on episode 296 because Wheels just posted it. Anything on 295? Nothing. 294. Nothing! Okay. Time to pull up the big book of questions. The big book of British smiles. Okay.
3: I've read the news today. Let's
1: see. Uh, okay. Uh, I've always wondered the reason why Konami used to name their different game studios as city name computer entertainment. So, like Konami Computer Entertainment Osaka, Konami Computer Entertainment Tokyo sort of thing uh, So they used to release tons of games from the MSX apparently
2: where the studio's located
1: yeah it's usually there's some there's some weird ones that you've probably never heard of because they only made like one game it's like Konami Computer Entertainment Chicago uh, which made a PS1 game no one's ever played called Broken Helix and basically nothing else uh, no let's see uh, they used to release tons of games for the MSX as well what uh, do you guys think were computers one of Konami's core markets, or was it that the Japanese back then did not make a big difference between computers and Game House? Oh, they very much considered the MSX a core market. There is a Konami-branded cheat cartridge for the MSX that just makes all of their games not completely unbearable on the thing. <laughs> Playing the MSX version of Castlevania, usually referred to as Vampire Killer, uh, without the official Konami cheat cartridge is monstrously painful, because it's an m- incredibly difficult game that uh, by default only has three lives and no continues. Uh, so it's very much uh, basically impossible. The official Konami-branded cheat cartridge just gives you infinite it continues uh, And, yeah, you you would insert one of those into one of the MSX's cartridge slots, and one of the... And, the actual game in the other. They did tons of MSX games. Tons of stuff that only existed on MSX. They definitely had people that basically their job was to make MSX games. It was it was a core part of their market. No two ways about it. Uh, let's see. Had Midway not gone extinct, what were the chances of them turning the Conquest mode in Mortal Kombat into a full-fledged RPG or at least a Mortal Kombat and Monks with more RPG in it? And how bad would it be? Uh, They pitched a Shaolin Monks two at one point. Uh, I believe it was going to star uh, Scorpion and Sub Zero. They were going to contrive a reason for those two to work together. Uh, I don't know that it would have really gone the RPG route. I'm sure there would have probably there probably have been internally pitches for like MK RPGs because the lore for MK is bafflingly extensive. Uh, but mm-hmm. I don't know that there would have ever been the internal will to do it, uh, just because who do- who oversees that? Ed Boon is busy making sure that the fighting games don't capsize on themselves. Uh, the guy who uh, really tried to push Mortal Kombat to do other things, uh, John Tobias, has not been with the company for 20 years. Uh, I-, I don't think that there was... Uh, I, I think it's one of those things that i'm sure there were pitches floated around for like trying to expand out conquest mode into something more like a uh, action RPG of some description i just i don't think that there was enough internal will to make them happen uh, I, I figure like if midway was more financially solvent late in the ps2 era early in the ps3 era you might have seen, some wackier versions of Mortal Kombat in terms of going out there on genres, but you also have to remember that, like, there are RPG elements in Mortal Kombat: Mythology, Sub Zero. They they were always trying to expand that some weird thing. Probably part of why you brought the question up, but it's one of those things where, like, the well kind of got poisoned by how bad Sub Zero and Special Forces are.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It, it makes it harder to go back to those, which is why, even though Shaolin Monks is pretty good, they just sort of abandoned that idea. Abandoned all hope. Yeah, proposed Shaolin Monks 2 is called Fire and Ice. I thought that was the case, but I couldn't have told you that off the top of my head, so I'm pretty sure. Uh, Fire Miner says the worst I'm, version... I'm of-
5: sir, if we're talking games that are based off of licenses, I've always heard one of the first ones to try and remake is the home improvement game.
1: No. I will not. <laughs> that was on uh, Super Nintendo, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a Super Nintendo. It's like Power Tool Pursuit. It's just a really generic bad platformer. Yeah.
3: Except for the fact that
1: Yeah, that sounds oh. about right. It's, it, the, the biggest thing about it is just Uh-oh. it's officially a home improvement game, but it involves firing nail <laughs> guns at dinosaurs.
4: <laughs> Did you... Uh... <laughs> Did you know uh, that they brought back the Bill and Ted games? Yeah,
1: they shouldn't have. Uh, <laughs> why? Neither Neither historically important nor good. No. Yeah.
4: See. Give me a uh, coin or I'll put we you in the Don't insult though. Robin
0: Williams' memory here. What? What?
4: What? Robin Williams wasn't in film. Yeah, ben. no no Robin Williams here, not sure what you're on about. Um oh, George Carlin, but we're not making fun of George Carlin, no. The movie no was we're, yeah.
1: Let's see, out of curiosity I watched TNG Code of Honor. Shouldn't have done that. That's a waste of your time. Uh which what's the laziest alien civilization in video games that is just national stereotype in space? Uh that's gonna be tough. Usually they try to cover their tracks a little bit. Uh, God, I don't even want to think about that. It's just like asking me to think about racism. I don't feel like I, I don't want to think about like someone being racist. Uh, I will take issue with the worst version of Castlevania is the arcade version. The Haunted Castle is at least interesting. Vampire Killer on the MSX sucks shit. Um. Let's
3: see. Okay. Okay. Uh,
1: what minigame and fighting games do you like the best? I'm not a big fan of Tekken, but I do like its beat-up mode, Tekken Force.
3: Uh,
1: and then they tricked themselves into thinking that was a reasonable thing to turn into a game and made Death by Degrees. Don't
4: make Death by Degrees. It's bad. Uh, let's see. In a fighting game?
1: Yeah, minigames and a fighting game.
4: Well, you were just yeah. talking about Mortal Kombat, and Mortal Kombat 9 was the awesome reboot for ps3 that it desperately needed and you had the um the tower you mm-hmm. could go through oh uh, yeah that, that was, was kind of neat that was fun as hell and then the prize was you got to see melina in a very skimpy outfit that's
3: uh that's very up the era
1: uh
4: what was I gonna say something about that? It i is. think and my then, favorite okay yeah. i was just gonna say then in 10 they were like let's Tone that down a little bit. Let's <laughs> cool uh, this off a little bit. Yeah.
1: Uh, I remember... I think my favorite is definitely Motor Combat from Motor Combat Armageddon. Not because I particularly care for it, but because I still think it's incredibly funny. that someone posted it on... Like, posted a screenshot from it on Twitter, and Ed Boon thought it was fake. He had forgotten that it existed. <laughs> Which is... Uh, it really just says how much that they were just stuffing whatever into the PS2 Mortal Kombat games, and then letting themselves embrace oblivion and not remember them. Trying uh, to think, I think uh, in terms of uh, it, it depends on what you mean by a minigame. If you mean like non-fighting, uh, or at least like only partly fighting uh, sections. I really like the mission modes in the early Soul Calibers, like mission mode in Soul Calibur 1, and Weapon Master and Soul Calibur 2, which, they're, they're mostly fighting, but they have like a veneer of other things. Soul Calibur 3's like weird strategy mode sucks shit, but I find it fascinating that they did it. Uh, world Tour mode in Alpha 3 is not amazing, but it's fun. I'll go with fun. Uh, and I'm I'm very excited for Street Fighter Six's World Tournament. That's gonna be that's gonna be a hoot.
4: <laughs> Hello? Did you enjoy yeah. beating up the car in Street Fighter?
3: No, it's. Fine. Oh my car! <laughs>
4: yes, it I was did. fun. Like uh? the first, the first time you see it in the arcade, it's like the coolest thing ever. But now I don't know. Mm-hmm. After a while, it just gets tedious. Along I just really the, like uh, saying, "Oh my barrels. car!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really like how
1: uh, the car in Street Fighter 3 3rd Strike is the ugliest asset in the game. So it's like a really obvious like CG render as opposed to a sprite like everything else in the game. And so it clashes horribly.
4: Yeah. Nice shot. Sh-
3: uh
1: another couple um but yeah uh the, the soul caliber ones are probably the ones i have the most fun memories of even though they're still primarily fighting
3: um
1: besides ea sports games ac black flag and MK armageddon which video games released at the end of console lifespan only heard developers to squeeze just a few more cents from already made assets uh i mean Honestly, a lot of them, just not ones that people care about. Uh. I mean, you could probably make the same uh, uh, assumption about like just about any of the like late you know, console's lifespan, like a Dragon Games. Like I would describe Kiwami uh, One as having a century been made with that purpose. Like we mostly have a fairly compatible version of Commodore Show uh from zero so they just sort of went ahead and did a remake of one and in japan that was the last uh ps3 yakuza yeah uh you see the i feel like more often than not you see the opposite where it's just like as a way to test the waters for a new console and to like have something that will at the very least run real nice on the on your new system you see a lot of those like late uh, those early console up parts where it's like we made like a ps3 game but we sort of put it on ps4 because why not hello you're back
6: I, yeah I, was, I had just parked I was parked my car so I figured I'd jump out hmm
1: it also sounds like Aijin might be back. Yeah. You're back.
2: For, for whatever reason, it just decided to kick me out, but didn't actually kick me out, so I had to close down Discord and open it up again.
1: Yeah, that's yeah I have funny. that happen once every few months. It sucks.
6: Yeah, I had that happen during a D&D yeah. game about two weeks ago.
2: Rip. Yep. Of course, I came right back in the middle of a very deep-dive Mortal Kombat chat, which I have absolutely nothing to add to, so I was just trying to trade Pokemon. <sighs> and that's that's okay. for the best. Yep. Yeah, by the way, I do own geopsis.
6: Death
4: by
1: Degrees. Oh, you do. Yeah, so do I. It's very bad. Don't do that. <laughs> don't live my life. Don't follow. Don't follow my examples.
4: Is anyone Learn. else playing Farc Uh, sorry. Hmm? Fire Emblem Engage. Anyone else playing Engage? Now right now? <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: I
0: am engaged that with that game. On, I've got a bunch. Of, I've
1: got a
4: big backlog uh, of tactical RPGs at this moment because I just haven't been in the mood. Yeah, I played, like, the first 90 minutes of it, and I like it so far.
1: It seems really cool.
4: <laughs> yeah, I went to GameStop, and they had a used copy already, and I'm like, oh, sure, I'll save a couple bucks, and the guy who worked there said, oh, yeah, somebody bought it and came back in the same day. I don't like it. So <laughs> I saved a couple well, bucks. Fine.
1: You could have just rented it at that stage,
4: buddy. On the rent box yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Nobody rents anything anymore. So, anyways... No, I I like it so far. Um, Well, so far the story is like a mixture of like Rip Van Winkle, Bambi, and Lord of the Rings. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's
0: accurate, actually. Those combinations are accurate. I can confirm
4: this. Yeah, But in what proportions? (laughs) Well. Yes. Dude sleeps for a long time. Then his mom dies. Then he has to go collect rings before an evil sorcerer does.
1: I'm into it. Yeah, okay. it's
4: it's okay. actually pretty cool. Yeah. One ring to bring them all, and then the Marth and the them. But that's my question. Okay, what the hell do the does Marth do when he's not being summoned, and and all of them for that matter? Are they just twiddle their thumbs, or I don't, I don't know. It. They live uh, in rings. It's... What do you want from them? <laughs> what do they do all day?
2: Oh. Do they
4: ring in the new year.
3: Oh,
2: yeah. Astral Plane Rave Party.
1: That'd be fun. I'd pay to see that.
3: Mm. Um, let's see.
1: On the other hand, what last-gen ports were screwed because the developers pushed the consoles too hard? and s five on the Xbox 360, PS3 is the Road Rash three on the Genesis. Um, yeah, just made an updated version of Road Rash two engine, and Road Rash three would have been much better. I'm not, I'm not the one to go to for Road Rash uh, fandom. I do know a few people that are big into it, and they don't like Road Rash three either. So it sounds like that's fairly common. <laughs> yeah.
4: Liked Road Rash three on the Genesis. How do you feel about Road Rash Jailbreak? You almost said jailbait.
1: <laughs> no, I almost said jail bake, which makes it sound like a bake
4: uh, sale. Okay. I <laughs> uh, no, I didn't play that one. I don't know. Yeah,
1: that was that was a two thousand like three D Road Rash for the ps One.
4: Oh, remember Road Rash sixty four? Yeah. Or, or, am I thinking of excited Bike sixty four? I don't know. There's
1: a, there's a there's an excited Bike sixty four, and I think there's also a Road Rash sixty four. Okay.
4: There, there's one of each. Got it.
1: Remember Road Redemption?
4: That was a spiritual successor on Steam. Is that still in Early Access? I don't think so. No, that's finished. That's been finished for a oh. while. Okay. It's something I had my eye on at one point, but...
1: Yeah, people seem to kind of like oh. it. Uh, finished Engage... Uh, Fireminder says, Like, uh, finished Engage, it's great if you're an SRT PG guy like me, but engaged characters aren't as compelling as three houses, so don't expect to big of a fandom. There's a 3D rotation 64, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like Fire Emblem Three Houses for good and ill is very much designed to get uh, designed with the intention of drawing people into uh, having very strong opinions about the characters, whereas Engage is very much more looks like a uh, much more like this engaging is a game. Fun- no, I was going to say <laughs> a game that is built around like. Yeah, it's fun when your like chess pieces have like a cute personality and like a like memorable design, but very much they are chess pieces. Oh, um, but, yeah, uh, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of like games that pushed the old consoles too hard that actually got an updated port that made them not look bad, and I feel like... I just keep thinking
4: of The Last of Us. Yeah, My. but that runs fine on PS3. It, it does, but it got that remaster so fast, and it almost makes you think, why didn't you just wait?
1: Yeah, um. well, they wanted to... Like, Sony at Sony the very tail end of the PS3's lifespan was very busy trying to make sure that no one could say that they had come in last place and by hook and by crook they made it happen but
4: well then um cyberpunk should have just skipped Xbox yeah that <laughs> yeah
1: if there hadn't been deals inked that required it to ship on those I don't think it ever would have and it definitely shouldn't have uh, I think uh, oddly a good one. There is the last of the PS3 Ratchet and Clank games uh, into the Nexus that just runs like absolute dog shit. It's incredible. Like, that is, you know, those those late PS3 games where they're trying to do rendering that that console was not really built for, and it's just everything's running at, like, 18 frames a second.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, it's, uh, it's not ideal. And then you see some uh, some late N64 games that uh, probably probably were trying to do things without console, probably shouldn't have been attempting. Uh, the last few Rare games, uh, Banjo-Tooie just runs like shit. I like it, but it runs very badly.
3: Uh, what's the
1: other one? Uh, Conker's Bad for a Day also runs very badly, although it's a very impressive-looking N64 game. Uh trying to think of anything that probably should have skipped the PS2, Xbox, or GameCube. Uh, they, there's very little on there. Is that he doesn't thinking of like
4: Wave Race it. or Hydro Thunder?
1: Boat uh, we'll oh, Racing Game on the N64. If it, and Dreamcast, that's Hydro Thunder. That's what I thought. Hydro found. Thunder! Yeah, that the N64... Fun. The N64 version of that is non-ideal. It's better than the PS1 version that one. Oh,
4: I'm, now I'm thinking of Gauntlet Legends. Oh, that game's so like, fun. Yeah, that's one of the best games ever. But yeah, you, you really got to play the Legends. Dreamcast version of that one, though. What's that? Yeah.
0: How dare you suggest such a thing?
4: You suggest
1: <laughs> what? Such a, oh, play a game on Dreamcast?
4: What's
3: wrong with wheels? Um...
4: Outlet Legends on Dreamcast is the best version. Really, you do not like, want to play the PS1 version. Oh
3: god! Well,
0: yeah, don't play the N64. Thunder.
1: The N64 version is uglier and worse in basically every way. Oh. Uh, also, Pew can hear exactly what I'm hearing right now whenever Hydro Thunder gets referenced. It's like yeah, everyone who played thunder. that game hears the fucking oh, uh, here's the announcer screaming Hydro Thunder. I loved that game. Uh, a lot of Fireminer, when they were when he was composing this list, definitely had a lot of uh, definitely had a lot of Midway on the brain. Uh, and Hydra Thunder was. I, I I feel like there's like that late that late PS one early PS two era of Midway that it would be nice to see someone like actually re-release all that shit like Hydra Thunder and. Uh, Gauntlet Legends and Dark Like a Siege. Remember the last PS2 Gauntlet game? Gauntlet Seven Sorrows? No. Featuring the development talents of John Romero and Josh Sawyer. This game wasn't very good, was it? (laughs) It was not, but it had a lot of weird names attached to it.
4: Yeah, I'll say.
1: For those who
6: don't remember... Sounds like a case of Daikana.
4: <laughs> not no. Not Daikatana.
6: No,
1: no, not so much. <laughs> uh Josh, for those for those less uh versed, uh so I always have to remind myself of this. Josh Sawyer is the like director of Fallout New Vegas.
2: Oh really? Yeah.
1: Wow. the Yeah. Also worked on Gauntlet Seven Sorrows for a brief period. (laughs) Very strange.
4: Uh, The game was on original Xbox. Was that Dark Legacy? Yeah, you're probably thinking
1: of Dark Legacy, which is basically like a sequel slash expansion to Legends.
4: Okay. Quite good. I played that once. Yeah.
1: It's tragic that like none of these that Gauntlet in that form died before anything that would let you play it online came out Uh, (laughs) because like being able to play gauntlet legends and dark legacy online like i'd spend 20 30 bucks on that obviously
4: i'd spend 40. yeah
1: do you want to like upcharge me that much i'll do it give me the hd port
4: um okay I i finished uh metroid prime remastered nice yeah, so that that is a well worth the forty dollars, let me tell you. Treat sure yourself
1: for Metroid Prime Two remastered.
4: Well, rumor is the next two are not going to get full remasters. They're going to be closer to just ports. I don't care as, as long as I get dual stick control. I'm just uh, glad that be honestly, like the the <laughs> games were already fine looking on running on Dolphin, you know, and so if if I can just get a good control scheme, no. Motion Controls in 3, I'd be happy.
1: I'm sure you'll be able to choose Motion Controls
0: in 3. Other
4: M remaster, yes!
0: Stop, stop, no.
4: (laughs) I I feel like
0: that. uh,
6: There there are some (laughs) things we do not torture the
5: wheels about.
1: I feel like that's one of those ones that they will just run screaming the other direction on because they do not want to touch that subject ever again. It's too much of a sore spot. Uh So.
4: Anyways, Primary Master took me 10 and a half hours to be, and I think I got about 86% of all the stuff. And then I unlocked hard mode, and I have not started hard mode yet. But, you, can,
1: you can learn to hate again by playing hard
4: mode. The <laughs> only thing is it doesn't it doesn't keep track of all the times you die, so it was probably more like 13 or 14 hours, because it took me two tries to you beat just Yeah, you quickly. lose those. Oh, Ridley's an Damn. asshole in that game. Damn, you met a Ridley. Yeah. And then I... So, my first attempt, I almost got him, and I lost, and I got mad. Second attempt, <laughs> I forgot to scan him. But I beat him. So I'm like, I'm not doing that again. Oh, boy. So. <laughs> yeah. should not
1: play games in a manner that will make you unhappy. No. <laughs>
4: yeah. mm. So... That, that was a very well-done remaster, and like I said, even if 2 and 3 are just basic ports, that's fine. And I'm wondering if the Metroid Prime 2 multiplayer will somehow come back, or if they'll just I cut have, it.
1: I have no doubt that it will not be coming back.
4: Yeah, I, I, I don't think so, yeah. Okay. I don't think anyone played it, that so, when <laughs> That's something like, you know, maybe if it had online play, but even then it wasn't great.
1: It was very much a feature that was just sort of them trying out, like, are people interested in this? And it feels like the resounding answer was no. Oh,
4: I downloaded Atomic Heart and started playing it. It has a very long introduction that kind of reminds me of Bioshock Infinite. I haven't gotten into combat yet, but it seems like a neat game.
6: uh, One of my friends has been playing it uh, on his stream, and uh, I was watching him play a bit of it, and it really does, for the most part, it's it's mostly like a Bioshock with a little bit of Fallout in there, as far as like yeah. some concepts, but it's very much Bioshock.
4: It looks not yeah, like Bioshock.
6: With very bad Russian accents, if any.
4: Yeah. Good. I,
6: know. <laughs> I, li- I like. There's this one guy. Well, it's supposed to take place in Russia.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know. I just and, think bad Russian accents are funny.
6: <laughs> no, no, no. What? Like so bad. This one dude went between like a Brooklyn, a southern and a bad Russian accent all within the same sentences. Oh no. Good. <laughs> it's really bad. It
5: was like musically bad, but it's bad. Well, it, I like it's my almost like... like
4: I like my life A World It's it's almost <laughs> like the uh, the newer Wolfenstein games but the Soviet Union instead of Nazi Germany, you know. That's what it hmm. makes me think of. It's like an alternate timeline future
1: man, oh. that Wolfenstein game for the. Oh yeah, Pew, I
0: did play that uh, Coromon game. It's it's pretty fun. It's it's a game I probably would have ignored because it's like, oh, it's just another old school Pokemon clone, but it's actually pretty polished and fun.
1: Yeah,
4: I look forward to playing more of it. Legends has a deathmatch mode now.
1: Oh, we also play.
0: I don't like the deathmatch (laughs) men. Okay. I miss Arena.
4: But then uh, I heard that they were working on a single player game and it got scrapped. Yep. Yep. But we're still getting that, you know, Jedi survivor, which means I gotta go back and beat Fallen Order. Uh,
1: Fallen Order was good. It it.
4: It was good. I just didn't finish it. I don't know why it's
1: it was a know, Souls-like Star goes. Wars
4: game. You'd think I'd love it, you know? There's I think it's because- as well. You know what it is? <laughs> I think it's because I, I bought it on PlayStation, then sold it when it um, went to Game Pass or something, and then tried to play on PC. So I think it's because I started over twice and then just didn't, I don't know, ran out of Steam. So. Who knows?
0: Uh, did you find any good maps from Halo Infinite Forge mode? I have not played Halo Infinite Forge mode. I, I don't gen- trust user-generated content. Yeah, general. I generally have
4: a pretty low opinion of Halo Forge content from past games. Yeah. Well, the problem with the Forge mode is you can only play those maps in private matches or custom matches. not in. Uh, they're, they're not part of the rotation, and I understand why, but I played this one really cool map. But it was just all computer people and it was like, Oh, okay.
1: Apple time um, adventures little computer people.
4: Yeah, and then I tried to do um I tried to just practice on the new maps but the AI was glitched and they would just walk into walls or plummet to their deaths at the edge of the map. You know, it's weird. So and then, no, then there's one map I tried where the guy just made the map as big as possible and didn't put anything in it. So you walk around for like a couple minutes and I'm like, oh, this is stupid. Oh. Oh, well. So, no, yeah, Halo Infinite, every time I try to get back into it, it's fun for like an hour and then I'm like, eh. I, I don't see myself sticking with it. Mostly novelty, those sorts of things.
1: Like I said, I don't trust user-generated content
4: the best of times. Yeah. So Halo Infinite, though, has an excellent um, story mode and campaign, and now you can do co-op online and all that. And so, yeah, de- definitely play okay, the single player, but multiplayer was just kind of disappointing right from the, the get-go.
1: So how come your Pathfinder looked like he was dressed like Dick Tracy? Else? That's, a
0: pretty, that's a Pathfinder skin. It's the only one I use because it's the best. Because they look like they're
4: crazy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they are a Rampart main that actually means something. Okay. Yes. Rampart okay. is the character. And... Okay. Got it. Yes. It's
0: Video it's... Games. Rampart is the character I play that no one else really plays, and someone else. The, the first time I've played this game on stream in a while, someone picks my goddamn fucking character. <laughs>
1: Okay. I'm gonna hit one more question and then I think we should probably start calling yeah, it. Yeah, that's me. probably a good idea. Okay. I'm I'm pulling this one out because it's basically the, the conclusion of that line of midway questions. Uh, how likely is the prospect of someone reviving the Midway brand name? I believe Warner Brothers would probably own it at this stage and I have no doubt that they do not that if they do know they do not care. Uh
4: uh, didn't Midway publish some of the Turok games? No, no that was Acclaim. Acclaim. I always, I always mix up Midway and Acclaim, and and I think they worked together on a couple of games too. Didn't, wasn't NBA Jam both of them or something? I don't remember.
1: Basically, back in the
4: early 90s, Midway did not
1: have a console development division. They only made arcade games, and Acclaim made their console for. Them. Okay. That's why a claim was also attached to the early console Mortal Kombat games. Right. uh, Eventually, those sort of stopped. Uh, They, like, Sony, in some capacity, funded, uh, partly funded them making in-house developments in order to, uh, in part, to pay for the creation of a PlayStation 1 port of Mortal Kombat 3 early in that system's lifetime. When that seemed like it was something that would be important for them to have. <laughs>
4: and 3 was terrible. It didn't get good until Ultimate MK3.
1: Yep, which was announced right as that console port came out,
6: thus, immediately obsoleting <laughs> it.
4: <laughs> uh,
1: good times.
6: Yeah, so Warner Brothers does own nearly all of Midway but they don't have everything, but I can't find the specifics of what they don't have.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's easier to say what they don't own, but at the same time, like, I don't know that the results of who else bought any of that shit was ever made public, and whether they bought, whether they or anyone bought the branding is a better question at this stage.
4: And It looks like Deep Silver either changed their name or got bought out. Hmm.
1: Uh, I believe that they're part of the embracer group in some fashion. They are.
6: Yeah, they got bought out last. What last year?
4: I think it's, it was a while, a while ago. Play on, is what. Because so I just I noticed on the uh, Xbox Store there was a Play On sale, and I'm like, these are deep silver games. Good
3: okay.
1: game, Play On. Let's see.
4: And Coke Media yeah. Holdings. Not to be confused with... Yeah, different. The, the, different uh, the, yeah Yeah. Uh,
1: but yeah, looking at uh, Firemind Rest one more question in the chat. Aren't Activision and Acclaim named letter A first because they're founded for all ex employees? Activision, yes. I don't believe that's the case for Acclaim. Uh, everything I could find says... He, that the the founder of Activision, uh, the founder of Acclaim, left Activision, (laughs) Uh, which means he might have at some point been a uh, Atari boy. But he seems to have been a lot of things between these two things. Uh, Yeah, it was, it was chosen as many things were at the time because it put it alphabetically above Activision
3: <laughs>
1: and also alphabetically above Accolade, which also existed at the time. You, you can see the stories of that happening a lot at the time because companies were expected to at least part be advertising essentially through the phone book. So it's basically... Uh, and it's still a very
6: common practice with with companies. That's how come you see like companies being like AAA Plumbing and AAA or AA Plumbing. You know, you see multiple yeah. places with very similar names because of the fact that you would see first in the phone books.
1: Yeah, but you would see this happening for companies that don't contract to end users in that fashion. Uh, like uh, Acorn Computer, uh, a company famous for their uh computers in britain and then eventually went on to make the uh very first of the modern arm uh processor architecture uh had their name chosen because it put them ahead of apple in the Phone (sighs) (sighs)
4: books. yeah
6: it's just a very common thing with companies to do stuff like that Yeah, it's
1: just much weirder when you're a company that doesn't service end clients that needs, like, you know, it's weirder to do when you're not actually expecting to get a ton of calls, but you want to get, I guess they just want to get those handful of calls when someone is for some reason looking for a company that makes tutors, like, not just in the sense of manufacturers, but as in designs and R&Ds, processor architectures get yourself an acorn archimedes if you're uh an italian child in
3: 1994.
1: Hmm. uh let's see but yeah i think that uh that runs us out of things we uh, should probably be talking
2: about for the time being I'm, i've uh, just been sitting here and listening and nodding and thinking okay i should probably know more about this stuff but, oh well <laughs>
1: Should you though? All of this is worthless to know about.
2: <laughs> it's all bad yeah, that's information. A great number of things I know.
1: Yeah. Yes. I know. But that doesn't mean you I need know to poison things. yourself further. <laughs> uh-huh. Listen, no one else should have to rattle off information about the Acorn Archives songs. I think. Um. But yeah. Uh,
3: I'm gonna
1: close things out thanks once again to fireminer as ever for providing uh questions uh i also want to give a shout out to Budai for catching a stream that i was doing yesterday it's like a dragon You streamed yesterday
0: what's that you streamed yesterday
1: yeah i wasn't i wasn't like talking over it with a microphone yeah uh, played some like a Dragon Machine, and we I popped into the chat? So I wanted to oh, say, nice. uh Yeah. Uh, thank you again, to Fireminer, for providing questions, both Fireminer of the past and Fireminer of the present. Uh, but yeah. Uh, let's see, gaijin tell me about princesses. That's uh, the ultimate
2: uh, question. Well, princesses of the Pizza Parlor for Kindle and Kindle Unlimited. Um, soon to have another update since I'm putting out one of the side stories next month.
3: Nice.
2: Yeah, have the new cover on, revealed on Twitter and everything. And,
3: nice.
2: And, um, I'll take
1: that one. I think I caught that off my feet
2: a <laughs> Yeah. So, and see what else we got here. So, yeah, so if you enjoy tabletop role playing games, if you enjoy watching other people eight tabletop role-playing games, and this is an entire thing these days, yes. And if you'd like to live vicariously through other people's poor personal decisions and poorer dice rolls, then we have Princesses of the Pizza Parlor um, in ebook or collected paperback formats. Um, available on Kindle, Kindle Unlimited. And that's... Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so right now we have... 10 episodes two side stories and a very long paralogue and soon to be three side stories
1: so. everyone loves a good side story
2: yes yep. and uh working on getting the co- um, the cover for episode 11 now nice Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, okay is so that anything mm. else anyone else is uh promoting
0: uh sunday uh, night shenanigans most sundays this sunday will happen yes this time will be different yes the uh,
4: miscommunication on monday yeah yes i was
0: unwell on sunday and there was a miscommunication out possibly having monday night shenanigans but we'll do it this week not mm-hmm. sure what we're going to play but it will be a video game of some variety
4: i said When you mentioned doing it Monday, I said okay, but I realize now that was vague. Well, there were two statements in my message, so saying okay is insufficient. (laughs) I meant it as, okay, I'm on board with that, but yeah. I I I just assumed you would ping me on Monday when you were ready. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, Wheels, when are we going to do Diskaya? Uh, are we going to stream Disgaea games at some point? Yes.
1: You I... need to stream head-to-head head, Disgaea to Disgaea.
4: Well, at this point, he doesn't like 5 and I don't like 6. So I, I think that works out. Um, Will to so
1: play ones you like or both gonna play ones you don't like?
4: Oh, well, no, we'll play the ones we like. So that's what I'm saying. He'll probably do 6 and I'll probably do 5. Um, to do but 3, Disgaea's I'd have to the do best. it on the... Four is the best, yeah. So it's not, but I it's like...
0: it's very close.
4: To do three, I'd have to do the on the emulator on my computer because even though I have Plus Premium, because I have your PS3. Like... <laughs>
0: yeah,
4: no. well, I have Plus Plus Premium on PS5, but I don't think you can stream to Twitch while streaming through the cloud. I don't think you can. Sounds like that.
1: a mind-bogglingly bad
4: idea, even if they would like you. Right. So. I don't. So well, I, I can that's... see it doing four and five. Yeah. Yeah. I,
0: if I guess if you're streaming directly from your PS5, they can restrict that. If, but yeah, I assume you don't have any. I
4: think it. Um. I think it engages HTCP if you try to go through. Engage. Um, capture Engage. Card.
0: I don't see how that's yeah. possible.
4: Well, I know that if I try to do remote play and then try to place a streamed PS3 game, it won't let me. It yeah, that's, into that's, a black screen. that's different, though. Okay, so I don't know. Alright, that's something I'd have to test out, but okay. Well, so we'll do that at some point. We'll both be streaming Disgaea games soon. Maybe.
1: Soon, TBD.
4: Oh, and then we got to play um, Prinny. Do I really get to be the hero?
0: No, you are playing Prinny. Do I really get to okay. be here? I will be playing the other one. 22
1: <laughs> no. Dawn of Operation Panties. Yes, that one. Oh, man. That's much more
4: shameful. I don't have that one. I think that's been like, a collection now. <laughs> yeah, there is a collection of both games. I yeah, think. they
1: sell them separately digitally now.
4: Which is it's weird. Weird what you could have.
1: I can't imagine someone who wants one of those who doesn't want the other. It's true. Uh, but yeah, uh, so that's where that is. Tam, can you tell us about the RPGamer stream schedule?
6: Yes, because we do a lot of streaming at twitch.tv slash rpgamer. Um, seven days a week, the, the, whole, the whole slew of different people, different times. Um, Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays, we have pause. Tuesdays, Thursdays, it's me and her, Frog in the morning. That's our <sighs> AM team. Uh, afternoons, we have Scar on Tuesdays and Fridays with a retro wheel. Um, and then early evenings and nights, we have uh, Hero Harmony and uh, JC Servant. Uh, I want to say Hero Harmony is Monday, Wednesdays. And then JC Servant, I believe, is like Wednesday through Saturday. I'm 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 not I'm not not always sure on his schedule, sadly. Um, and then we even have streams on the weekends. Uh, we have spare hombres on Saturday mornings doing dungeon crawlers before the RPG cast, and then it's free for all in the afternoon. And then on uh, Sundays we got uh, Scar on the early morning with Hair Frog after and. Paul's sometimes in. Uh, Pause usually in the afternoon doing uh, s- visual novels, sussiness. So all sorts of fun stuff going on. And doesn't look like Prinny is uh, the Prinny games are on. Uh, Peace uh, at least not on Steam yet.
1: No. No. Switch. I believe they were on Switch. Uh to say but also but yeah you d- probably don't want to play them so it's okay <laughs> it depends upon how much you like ghosts and goblins and um, in any case uh, uh yeah uh, that leaves us with uh the scheduling for the show itself uh we typically stream uh wednesdays at midnight eastern nine pacific uh that's also on sundays that's when shenanigans happen it's the same bad time different bad day um you can ask us questions like your friend fireminer did uh you can ask us if you catch us during the stream you can ask us in chat uh, thanks to Pew and fireminer for bringing up the chat uh as well as wields sister for casting a sleep curse upon him don't know what that was about didn't Uh, work didn't work could have worked if i had kept this going Um, didn't work didn't work Um, it probably worked um in any case uh, you can also uh, ask us questions via the podcast section of the discord uh, you can get the of Discord by going to rpgamer.com and checking the community tab. That'll get you an invite. It's a lovely place whether you want to ask us questions or not. Uh, you can also uh, ask us questions in the comments section on rpgamer under this very episode. Uh, yeah. Well, you would usually check the past few episodes just to make sure that we haven't missed anything.
3: But otherwise. Uh... I think that about wraps it up for us. So see ya space cowboys.
0: See ya.
4: See. <laughs> Rawr. Plug me. deal. Oh, oh shit. wait fuck. Oh we can still do it. Joey, plugs. Okay. Um, twitch.tv slash joe gamer. Also YouTube. looks like it's smoke and joe gamer four seven oh five if you wanna look me up on there, so uh, the goal is to do Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, from 8 to 10, or from 9 to 11. I'm not always consistent, but that is the ultimate plan. Um, so I, right now on YouTube, you can catch all seven parts of Metroid Prime Remastered if you want. And just last night, I streamed Fire Emblem Engage. I may keep streaming that. We'll see. And then on PS Five, I just bought Little Nightmares Two and Cult of the Lamb, so I may be streaming those going forward, and uh, and beyond that, just whatever else I feel like. So, check that out if you want. That's
0: it. Okay. All right. Cool. Now, now see. see the space. Yes. yes got exactly. one.